The three men already serving life sentences in prison for murdering Ahmad Arbery are sentenced on federal hate crimes charges. The woman killed in a Hinesville murder-suicide is remembered by her family, and it's back to school for students at Georgia Southern University. I've got those stories and more in this episode of WTOC's Weekly Wrap, a recap of the week's biggest stories from around the coastal empire and low country. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. The three men convicted of murdering Ahmaud Arbery in state court were sentenced in federal court on hate crimes charges on Monday, August 8th. Travis McMichael, Greg McMichael, and William Roddy Bryan are all currently serving life sentences after being convicted of murdering Arbery in Glynn County in 2020. On Monday, Travis McMichael was sentenced to life in prison plus 10 years. His father, Greg McMichael, was sentenced to life in prison plus 7 years, and William Roddy Bryan was sentenced to 35 years in prison. All three men will serve those sentences in state prison. WTOC Sean Evans was in Brunswick following everything happening inside and outside the federal courthouse on Monday. Here's his report on the Arbery family reaction to those sentences. Based on what we heard from the family of Ahmad Arbery, as well as their representatives outside the courthouse here in Brunswick today, is they're not only pleased with the length of each sentence, they're also happy that each of the three will have to spend their time and serve their sentences in state prison first. The family of Ahmad Arbery made a plea for that this morning during each of today's three hearings, saying time in federal prison wouldn't be as difficult. But today, outside the federal courthouse, after the last defendant was sentenced, several family members, including Ahmad's mother and an aunt, weighed in on the court's decision. Very relieved. Um, I just want to remind you guys that it was 74 days before we actually got an arrest. So think about today we got convictions on a federal level. So. I want to say that I'm, I'm very thankful because it's been a long fight, but I'm so thankful that the God gave us the strength to continue to fight. I knew we were going to get justice for Ahmad, and we did it. Amen. And thank God we did it. And all our supporters who helped us to win this run for Ahmad, we thank all of y'all. And each of the three defendants has 14 days to appeal that sentence. You can get all the information on the Ahmad Arbery murder case at our website, WTOC.com. The Savannah Mall may have a new owner. In July, WTOC told you the mall was being put on the auction block. That auction officially began on Monday, August 8th. Here's WTOC's Don Baker with the latest details on the potential sale. Well, WTOC has an update for you tonight on that auction of the Savannah Mall. It is now closed. The listing from 10X says the property is in escrow. Once it is closed, auction details will be available. WTOC saw that price go up over $8 million before the bidding closed, but the official sale number has yet to be announced. We'll keep you updated as we learn more. Weeks after her daughter was shot and killed by her husband, a mother says she never felt right about the relationship. 36-year-old Terrica Williams was shot to death by her husband Christopher on July 22nd in a Hinesville shopping center. Christopher then killed himself. WTOC Shea Schrader spoke with Terrica's heartbroken mother, who hopes her daughter's story helps others in abusive relationships. I can't even describe this feeling. Uh, on the inside, you feel like something is missing, like there's a gaping hole, but at the same time, that gaping hole has this pain that you cannot, there is nothing that could make it go away or take it away. It will not stop. 
It's been that way for Virginia Wilkes ever since her daughter Terica was murdered. Terica leaves behind two daughters from a different relationship. One of those daughters has now been diagnosed with panic attacks. Her children, um, you know, never have been through anything like this. Um, it has been horrific for the both of them. Adding to the grief is that Wilkes says Terica was ten and a half weeks pregnant with her husband's baby. Wilkes says she just can't fathom why he did what he did. You chased my daughter down like you was running after a wild pack of wolves or a dog or something and slaughter her, carrying your child, your child. Terica's co-workers also grieving her loss. She ran into her workplace for help while she was being chased, and Wilkes says they did their best to try to save her. They are victims because they tried to help her the best they could until it got to where they had to run for their own lives. These women, are they're going to have to live the rest of their lives with this. Wilkes wants Terica to be remembered not for how she died, but how she lived her life. Remember her smile and remember her hard work. I don't think my daughter got four hours of sleep at night because she was just so busy doing something. Like caring for her two daughters or completing two degrees as a single working mother, one to be a funeral director and one to be a licensed embalmer. Wilkes says it was helping others in any way she could that drove Terica. If she had to go without, uh, you know, to help someone else, didn't care who it was, she would. She absolutely would. And maybe Terica's story can still help someone, Wilkes says. She hopes anyone who hears her daughter's story will have the strength to leave abusive relationships. Love does not hurt. Love does not hurt. I don't care what you just bought, new car, the, the furniture, the houses, the money, run. Your life is way more important. More than 25,000 students returned to the campuses of Georgia Southern University in Statesboro, Savannah, and Hinesville this week. Classes began at the university on Wednesday, August 10th. WTOC Bureau Chief Dow Kennedy was on campus as well, catching up with students getting back into the books. The students I talked to shared an excitement of trying to get campus life back to normal and how things were pre-pandemic. The first day of classes on three campuses had students in lecture halls, but also in bookstores, dining halls, and everywhere else. Many were learning as they went. What do you think so far? I think um, I like it really a lot. Um, everything is together, but the walking, I haven't figured out the bus routes yet. For new students who finished their final years of high school during the pandemic, this year is about returning to traditional classroom settings. In person's a lot better. Is like especially for stuff like math, because I'm taking calculus this year, and I'd rather not do that online. Administrators stood by with maps and directions to help the new arrivals. Monday and Tuesday included chances for students to meet each other and get familiar with their campus. Research that shows the more engaged college students can be, getting involved in a student organization, getting involved in a passion project that they care about. They feel more at home. They want to come back. For returning students, it's a chance to return to what they hoped college would be when they started. Because you get used to being online and then now you're more in person all the time, so you kind of have to learn how to get back into the swing of things, mainly. At Georgia Southern, Dow Kennedy, WTOC News. Georgia Southern isn't the only school starting in our area. Savannah State's latest academic year will begin next week on the Marsh.
You can get the latest news, weather, and sports updates every night on The News and all the time at WTOC.com and on the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.